My name is Dr. Jeffrey Burke. I'm a naturopath and a master herbalist and the host of the Staying Healthy radio show. My show airs Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. I bring you the best guests in the industry and the topics that are relevant for today's health. The shows stream live at 8 a.m. And for those of you that cannot listen live, my shows are now podcast daily for on-demand downloads at my webpage, drjeffreyburke.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer, now in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They're located at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Smith Shopping Center. Go in and see what a local retailer can do for you. Great selection, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products, and amazing prices. The hours of the store are Monday through Friday 9 to 7, Saturdays 9 to 6, and closed on Sunday. I'm looking forward to talking with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. I thank you all for taking the time out of your day to stop by and tune in and listen to some great information, some relevant information, and some of the best guests in the industry on the relevant topics for today's world. Every day, Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 in the morning, we talk about those topics, the things we need to talk about, the things we should talk about, and you know how it goes, the things we probably don't talk enough about. But we do that here. We make sure that you have the availability of all the tools, all the information. Uh, We hope to step away from the misinformation and give you things that you can use to make up your mind and then make your own decisions about your own health and well-being. It's confusing. And there's so much information now that sometimes it's hard to know which direction to go. So we get you started here on the show every day, Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 in the morning. And then I send you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Today you have a choice of getting your supplements in many different places. What I think a lot of us need to do is choose some place to go, like Stay Healthy, where your questions are answered, where you can have a dialogue that relates directly to you, where you can see products, the best of the best in every category, and you get to work with people that have the knowledge, the information, the education, the uh, expertise, and the passion to be able to work with you, where you feel comfortable talking about your health. It's not easy to talk about the things we're doing, the things we should be doing, and the things that we know we should be doing, and opening up that can of worms. But the thing is, if you really want to get a program that works for you, we have to be honest with ourselves so that we can choose wisely within the supplementation that we're deciding to use on our healthy journey. Stay Healthy makes it easy. They are a fully packed full service store with the best of the best in every category. And like I mentioned, the most knowledgeable, educated staff that you get to work with. They're so good. They're gonna you know, allow you to just feel good about getting healthy and make sure that you got the tools to get the job done. Stay Healthy now in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They are Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right near Smith's. Can't miss them. Uh, Visit them Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. Remember, you can call them at 877-2494-877-2494, and you can schedule curbside service. You can schedule uh, mail order services. They'll even get your order together for you. On those busy days, you could just swoop in and pick it up. They want to make sure that it's easy for you to get what you need and that it just makes it, you know, 
a pleasure to be able to go somewhere to get your health in the right direction. And they're going to do that for you. They're going to become your go-to place, your one-stop location for everything health and nutrition. Make sure to go to their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. You can print coupons to use in the store. You can enter your email address to become part of the Stay Healthy family, start getting newsletters every month, and you can listen to any of the radio show podcasts that are on demand and just kind of waiting for you. So today we're going to be talking about liquid herbal tinctures. And before I get started, I want to just say one thing. Over the years, in my 40 years of being in the industry, what I have learned is that we have come upon different technologies. And over the period of time, some of those technologies were pretty rudimentary. Some of them were pretty basic and some of them were done with, you know, without a lot of, of really good research and we weren't really offered choices. It kind of was what it was. I think the liquid herbal tinctures uh, industry was kind of like that. I mean, there literally was a time when I would try to use a liquid herbal tincture and I, I couldn't. The taste was so terrible and I mean the alcohol was so strong and you know and I mean I would try to use it but it would always end up in the back of my cabinet and all of that was just kind of the way it was you know you dealt with it when you wanted to try liquid herbal tinctures until the Robinsons came along and I was able to become an, uh, associated with them and their line Cedar Bear Naturals I have to tell you it was a game changer and if you've had the pleasure of hearing them in the past, um, you understand their passion as well as their knowledge, their education, and all they bring to the table. Um, but if you haven't had the pleasure, sit back today. You're going to enjoy this. Let me give you a little bit of a back, well, actually a lot of background on Carl and Joan Robinson. Carl and Joan Robinson are the founders of Cedar Bear Liquid Naturals Herbal Manufacturing Company. Carl is a clinical and a formulary herbalist with over 40 years experienced as a master herbalist. His specialized schooling in herbal pharmacognosy and pharmacology with emphasis on liquid herbal preparations and formulations led him to develop his revolutionary and totally alcohol-free liquid herbal processing technology that led to the founding of Cedar Bear Naturals. He was also the lead developer of the process for making Cedar Bear's unique alcohol-free liquid Nessian iodine. Now, both technologies were first ever in the dietary supplements industry. Over the last 40 years, Carl has developed hundreds of herbal formulations, both for other companies as well as for Cedar Bear. Joan Robinson is a traditional herbalist with well over 25 years of experience in researching and writing about herbs and natural health. She's also a certified meditation and yoga instructor, a former professional actress and voice talent, and a professionally trained classical singer. Having a lifelong autoimmune condition, Joan has used cedar bear herbs to help her keep her health in balance and has been Cedar Bear's Mama Bear from the very beginning. She focuses on organic gardening, healthful cooking, and wellness. Both of them raised their blended family of 11 children with Cedar Bear liquid herbs and have used their products for their fur kids too and are busy developing the organic growing and learning programs at Cedar Bear Herb Farm. Uh, help me welcome my guest. Good morning, kids. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. I'm on the road. I'm in Arizona. And uh, I tell you what, what's interesting is, uh, you know, every time we do this show, I, I get excited because, 
you know, I have that memory of those old alcohol tinctures. And uh, well, I just, I, I'm, I'm sitting, I've got a mirror in front of the desk I am, and I'm sneering as I'm saying that and rolling my nose because it was just, you know, something that I used to want to try and I get about two, three days in and that was all I could do. Uh, what part of Arizona are you at? I'm in uh, Tempe right now. I've got a lot of driving to do today, but I'll be in about four cities today, but I'm starting in Tempe right now. Have a person here from uh, the uh, Tucson area who is doing an assessment review of our intentional community potentials here at the uh, farm. Hmm. Wonderful. I mean, yeah. I know you guys are. I know you guys are busy, but uh, you know they say when we get to be our age of thirty plus, uh, we're <laughs> supposed to be slowing down, and I, I don't see any slowing down for me. I don't see any slowing down for you guys either. <laughs> Well, not a chance. <laughs> there's no such thing as retirement for our type of people. All we do is we shift our emphasis and take better control of the stress and uh, and uh, time schedule. They don't pressure us like they did with a you know a regular job. Mm. Well, I just I, I love what you guys are doing. I think you're making a difference. I think you've brought a lot of people back to the herbal arena. And I think you've done it with both quality integrity formulations that are transparent, as well as, you know, I, I hate to say it comes down to this, but they taste good, you know, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, it is. So let, let me ask you one quick question real quick. A lot of people want to know this, and I get this question every time we do a show. I always get it later. If you're using vitamins and minerals and things like that, and you have a program that you like, is it still okay to introduce some of these herbal tinctures? And I get that after every show. <laughs> well, yes it is, because our products do what we call cocktailing with other uh, company products, things like enzymes, probiotics, prebiotics, vitamins, minerals, any other kinds of products. Um, because our products being herbal and liquiders with no alcohol, they really come from more of a point of nutritional herbalism. Uh, there is those aspects of our products that have that corrective uh, balancing effect on conditions, but our products are also known for being nutritional herbal concentrates. They're true dietary supplements because they nutrify and feed the body what it needs to be healthier. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, the, the, the mentality toward herbs over the years, and, and I know it's changed, but I think, still think there's some of it out there. People somehow link vitamins and minerals into the, the things we do every day to fortify the diet. And herbs, although they can do dramatic and make humongous and, you know, um, life-changing changes in the body, a lot of people still think of them as medicine products that you only use when you need them. And I know we're changing that mentality, but, you know, it's still a little bit of an uphill road. Well, it is. Uh, first of all, we have to understand that the American tradition of herbalism has its roots in Europe. And European herbalism, and especially American herbalism, was based on you only use them when you need them for, uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, medicine, a health need, and things like that. But if we look at older traditions, Jeffrey, like... Throughout the world throughout the world, like uh, uh, India, China, Africa, uh, these old, old, millennia old uh, traditions, herbs are looked at as a part of 
nutrition, and nutrition is looked at as a part of medicine. They don't separate them. So, you know, I looked at herbs those 40, 45 years ago when I decided to get more professional at it, and I realized um, a brilliant uh, uh, chemist who was a quality control specialist with a large company, um, he actually did an exhaustive analysis of the mineral content of herbs. I was really surprised when I saw, you know, that the major er uh, minerals were there, the magnesiums, the calciums, the potassiums, and the, and the uh, other, other mineral electrolytes. What surprised me was the varying trace minerals and transitional minerals that were also contained in herbs. And I had already gone through the schooling uh, with the Reams biological testing uh, theory that if the mineral content is high in a plant that's being grown, then all the proteins, the fats, and all the other cofactors and important nutritional stuff that are important to vegetables, fruits, and foods will be there. If those minerals are deficient, then all you get is water and starch. Hmm. So I began yeah, so to realize that herbs actually are special nutritional concentrates. While they have these quote-unquote medicinal effects, they have a very strong secondary effect that actually is more long-term, and that is their trace elements, their, their micronutrient uh, benefits. You know, Carl, just to jump in for a second, you know, it's if you really study medicine and the boundaries of medicine and the history of how herbs and herbal medicines have been used over the years, you know, where we are today in many places are directly related to herbs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, in fact, all modern medicine came off of the herbs and a lot of modern drugs for instance, Digitalis, uh, a very important uh, cardio heart uh, me uh, drug, is derived from the active component of foxglove, and it's called Digitalin. And you've got other uh, herbs like valerian, valotropian is what gave us, um, uh, what's it called, Valium, the, er the, the, the drug Valium, um, which is been abused and overused, but Valium is deri originally derived based on the Valotropians in Valerian root. And that's just two examples of many, many, many examples. Aspirin. Hey, aspirin, the common aspirin, came from uh, a, a salicin-rich plant. A lot of people say white, uh, white willow bark. Actually, it was meadowsweet the Europeans discovered it from. But hey, there's another example. Let me ask you a question. I know we're going to be talking today about liver. Um, and, you know, what's interesting is every time somebody asks me about the liver, the first thing they say is, I think my liver is healthy. I don't drink. And, and, and I think that that obviously is part of it. But there's a lot of things that we do every single day that can affect the health of our liver that has absolutely nothing to do with alcohol. I mean, our liver does hundreds of functions every day. And if it's not functioning in a proper modality, I mean, it could affect your health in many different areas. And a lot of people say, well, I do I have to have something wrong with my liver to use herbs to support my liver? 
So what do you think about that? Okay, there's two things here. First of all, the liver has thousands upon thousands of, 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 of processes for, it's called the manufacturing facility of the, of the body. Now, two things with the liver. One, the most common thing that people do to hurt their liver is not stay hydrated. They don't drink enough water. If there's not enough water in the system, uh, metabolic byproducts and toxins can actually load up in the tissues of the body, and the biggest place it loads up is in the liver. Secondly, there are many conditions that affect the liver. You will not feel. You will not feel pain. You will not feel discomfort until it's at a critical stage. So people need to realize they're probably in the modern world already stressing, maybe even damaging their liver. Um, the foods we eat have so many toxins, byproducts, and things that are not natural to the food chain. We live in an environment that is just full of all kinds of environmental and ecological toxins and industrial byproducts that have gotten into the soil, into the water, as well as into the air that we breathe. And everything that goes into our body is broke down and goes through the liver. So that's something to consider. But I'm going to say right here, right now, the number one thing I tell people when they come in with a bloated liver or pain in that area or they've got a a uh, lab test that shows high bilirubins and all that kind of stuff, the first thing I ask them is, what's your water intake? And it's amazing. They go back home, they start upping their water intake, and they'll get back with me and they'll say, man, that's amazing. Something so simple being so critical to liver health. Actually, it's liver and circulatory health. Do you believe in the idea that the liver is probably the one organ in our body that's the most um, recuperative and can actually rebuild itself? Um, because there's a lot of information on that out there. You know, I actually saw a special the other day on a, on a brother that donated part of his liver to his brother. And uh, the brother had liver problems and they did a donation of the liver. And they actually told him that much of his liver will regenerate and grow back again. What do you think? It's an amazing organ. Actually, it is true. There are two organs in the system that if you stop abusing them, it's an amazing thing how fast they'll turn around and start to rebuild themselves. One, of course, is the liver. The other is the lungs. A person who stops smoking after their lungs have been shown some damage, stops smoking, provided it hasn't gotten to the point of cancer, if they stop smoking and doing the healthy thing, those lung tissues will turn around and will self-heal themselves in a remarkably short period of time. Now, short period of time means a few years. You're not going to get it in a few weeks or even a few months, but in a few years. The liver is interesting. It's almost immediate when you stop uh, abusing it and it's able to get cleaned up. It starts pushing things through, and it self-heals very quickly. So that's not only something that I believe in. There's some good, strong medical and empirical evidence of what you've just said. So 
somebody just chimed in and this is a pretty good standard question it says i know you guys are talking about the liver right now i used to drink i haven't drank in almost 15 years uh, i used to eat a lot of garbage food my diet is really clean now is it too late for me to start using liver herbs to maybe do some recuperative rebuilding for damage done years ago great question never too late it's never too late and it's never too early that's the way i say it when it comes to the use of herbs for anything never too late never too early um i'm glad to hear this person evidently they realized that they had uh, drunk two or three lifetimes of of alcohol and needed to stop that that my hat's off to them congratulations Um, congratulations but uh no you just keep moving forward and you know one of the things i'm going to go back to again uh when people go out and drink socially and they're going to drink um if i'm with them i always insist that they order for every drink they drink they have to drink at least a half a glass to a full glass of water it's amazing that if they do that, the liver won't take as hard of a hit from alcohol. But the neat thing is, too, their belly fills up and they don't have the desire to keep downing the alcohol. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It actually does. Uh, I, I don't know how how everybody will respond to that, but the ones that do, I think it makes good sense. <laughs> Well, years ago, Carl developed a formula called Liver Build that is really gentle, amazing. It can be used by pretty much everyone. And the the main herb in there is a, is a liver protector, and that's milk thistle seed, an incredible herb for helping protect and support the liver. Yeah, and if somebody is uh, rebuilding their liver after having used it, um, Milk thistle is the number one go-to herb for doing water and milk thistle. How do people use your liver blend, liver build? I mean, do they take it uh, every day? Do they take it a couple times a day? Do they do they take it straight? Do they put it in their smoothie or their tea? And I know you're probably going to say yes. <laughs> well, first of all, liver build is yeah. an herb <laughs> product that can be used every day because it builds. Anything mm. that builds is something that can be used every day because it doesn't have a a real driving, stimulating action, say like an immune uh, stimulant or an immune booster product would. Immune booster product you would not take every day, day in, day out, week in, week out. But that's a booster product. But a building product, absolutely every day. Joan, some of the ways it's done. So one of the suggestions of how to use, if you're using one of our herbs or anything for... Um, for a, a specific purpose, then usually you don't take it with food. You take it on its own. If you're using it for building nutritionally, you can put it in your smoothies, put it on your cereal, um, take it directly in the mouth. They, these are great tasting enough. You can do that or put it in a glass of water. Yep. So um, as a builder... You can use it however you're wanting to. It really has had, we've had people come to us with some pretty astounding results with this formula, liver builds. 
Do you think that when you start supporting your liver and maybe doing a little cleansing and maybe doing a little bit of housekeeping, that things that you loosen, um, obviously they flush out of the system. Is it normal to maybe have a little bit of a darkening of your urine when you're use, helping to support your liver? Is that normal? It depends on what you're taking, Jeffrey. Um, okay. Because generally coloring of the urine if there's going to be coloring of the urine during any kind of a regime, it's going to be caused either by the dye basis that's in something, like, for instance, your B vitamin complex, mm -hmm. make mm -hmm. the urine turn yellow. Uh, certain foods will do that to you as well. Um, or the body, certain drugs definitely will do it too. But when the, when the body is, is dumping and flushing things, if there is any kind of darkening of the urine, that's going to happen at the beginning, and usually it's going to be around the body rehydrating. Again, most people don't drink enough water, and not drinking enough water alone can make the urine hot. The term in traditional Chinese medicine is hot and thick. So it also makes the uh, urine have a darkish tint to it, uh, a bit of a yellowish tint to it. But once they're into their regime of herbs, good, uh, good, appropriate nutrition, and drinking plenty of water, the urine, for the most part, except for the influence that herbs may have or certain vitamins may have, um, the urine should run fairly clear. You know, it, it's interesting. When I was a kid, you know, we were always given the choice what we wanted to drink with our meals, and it was always water or water. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> Good on you know, your mother. Seriously, uh, good on your mother. <laughs> you know, at the time, I, of course, felt very, very separated from all my friends that drank high C and had sodas with their meals because they were special and we weren't. You know, but now I've, and I've always been a water drinker. I still drink close to two gallons of water a day. I've always done that. And I, I, I look back now and I'm thankful for that foundation because getting people to drink water today oh my lord it's like i'm asking them to walk to the moon <laughs> you know I'm, and you learned that from your mother and i followed on facebook you know the postings you do of your mother tell uh -huh. her hi tell tell your mother hi from joan and i it's almost like i've met her before and <laughs> i know i know her and she's a pretty special person to uh, done that for you and among many other things. Well, I sure will. She's, she's coming up on 87, um, 1st of July. So, uh, I just moved her back to Michigan and, uh, she's back there with my brother and his family because, you know, I'm traveling so much and, and I couldn't give her the, the I couldn't be around her as much as I wanted. So, uh, she's doing really, really good, but thank you for that. I'll mention that. Oh, that's great. You know, some people's aversion to water is because tap water has been treated. So mm -hmm. if you get at least something simple like a, a pitcher uh, water a purifier or a pure or something like that and pre-purify your water from the tap, you'll find most people out there that you go, oh, I like this water better. I can drink this. Or put your herbs in it. <laughs> the mm -hmm, iodine mm -hmm. in it. Well, yeah. you know, I, what, what's really interesting, and, and I think you'll like this story. My grandmother died at 97, and 
she was always nutritionally into herbs and stuff. I learned a lot from her growing up and even about things like cod liver oil and, you know, chick bone broth and things that we just knew naturally growing up next to her out in the country. But when she was in her early 90s, she called me one day and she said, I'm having a hard time keeping track of my water. And I said, well, Nana, I said, don't you have a window over your sink? And she said, yes. I said, well, put eight pennies on one side. And every time you drink a glass of water, move the penny over to the other side. So that worked for her for a couple of years. And, next, <laughs> and the next day, she'd move the pennies back. But she was about 95 or so. And she called me and she says, I'm having a hard time. And I said, what's the matter? She says, I'm getting my water in, but halfway through the day, I can never tell which, which direction I'm going with the pennies. And I said, so I, I talked to my aunt and she got her a half, a, she picked her up a half a gallon container and my grandmother would fill it up every morning and she knew it was to be empty by bedtime. And that was her eight glasses. So I pass, I pass that on to a lot of people and it seems like it works because people will say, I always have water with me. And I'm like, I understand, but are you drinking it? And, um, you know, so a lot of people do this now and they measure. And you know what? That's the best way to do it. You know, it's just an idea. But if you're having trouble keeping track, it does work. Well, you know, I've said this in, uh, uh, in past radio um, shows that for men, not drinking enough water, that when they bring their water uh, input up, they can reduce the incidence of a heart attack by 50%, mm-hmm. literally 50%. And for a woman, the last time I read the statistic, it was 37%. Just by doubling the intake of water for a person who's not a water person. That, to mm-hmm. me, is absolutely incredible. Well, let me, let me segue a little bit from this, because, you know, the liver people understand is a filter, and it does a lot of filtering. That's just one of the things it does. Yep. How does the liver differ from our lymphatic system? Because our lymphatic system is also a filtering system as well. How are they different and why do we need to support them both? Oh, excellent. Well, as you said, the liver is a filtering system and it deals with the blood circulatory system. Now, the liver is also full of lymphatic uh, vessels. Uh, in fact, it's one of the largest concentrations of lymphatic vessels in the body. The difference is, whereas blood transports small particles, things that are that are in the blood and allowed to get into the blood, the lymphatic system transports the large molecular weight um, uh, particles. And it's a passive system. It's not active and pumped like the heart is. It takes deep breathing and exercise to move the lymphatic system. But the real big difference is in the size of particles and the kind of particles that are being uh, trapped and put into the, uh, for instance, into the urine and into the fecal matter. The lymphatics dump most of what their waste is, in the, the waste portion, into the, into, into the intestine. Um, so... And, and, and it's more complicated than that, but, but simply put, size of the particles of waste and where it dumps those wastes. The kidneys mostly do it, I mean, the liver does it mostly through the kidneys, the lymphatics does their dumping mostly of the large particles into the intestine. As an example, when somebody goes on a juice fast, have you ever asked yourself, 
Why do they still keep passing a semi-solid bow? It's their lymphatics. Mm. You know, um, okay, I'm reading this right now. It just came in. It says, can I work on my lymphatic system and my liver at the same time? Well, yeah, it's highly recommended, actually. Okay. And Joan's going to talk about a product that can be used in conjunction with the liver cleanse, but they, are, they need to be used at different times of the day. Go ahead, Joan. Oh, yes. Well, years ago, again, Carl developed an amazing formula called lymphatic cleanse. In fact, it was the first of its kind in the industry for a formula product. And it can be used by adults and by children um, to help clear... Uh, the lymphatic system. Now, this is a cleanser. Well, before we talked about the liver build as a builder, the the lymphatic cleanser is one that you definitely use on its own and uh, with water and for a couple weeks at a time. Up to a month, but and up, more. Yeah, to help that lymphatic system move because it's an activator. It's a gentle but pretty potent formula and so they'll use it for two to four weeks and then they'll go off of it for a couple of weeks and then they go back on it so you have to kind of take a holiday off of the product like you do any kind of a stimulator activating herb and foods for that matter how do you know if your liver or your lymphatic system is not you know doing the job uh, or if it needs a little of attention? Well, with the liver, you're going to feel sluggish, usually in the morning a little groggy and all stuffed up, uh, and you feel stuffed up. And the liver, with the lymphatic system, one of the things you'll watch for is any kind of swelling. You know how you do the press test on the arm, and if the white spot from pressing stays there for too long, it means that your, your fluids are not moving through the system the way they're supposed to. Well, they're not moving. That's lymphatic. That's a, that's, a, that's a congested lymphatic system. So, yeah, you can tell by that. Um, again, all signs of dehydration. And the amazing thing is most uh, of these kinds of conditions are usually accompanied by some form of dehydration. Now, an interesting thing, people that are um, have a hot liver or that tend to be irritable when their liver is hotter. Oh, yeah, kind of like the Germanic personality type of choleric. And so mm. if, if a person is feeling a little more irritable than usual, they, their, their liver may be a little hotter than yeah. usual. Um, a lymphatic person may be more sluggish and prone to getting sick easier, or they're just chronically just not feeling good. That usually matches the phlegmatic uh, personality type. Is it age-related at all, or can you can you see people that are much older in age and their livers and their lymphatic systems are really, really doing well, and you might take somebody younger who's maybe been... I don't know, maybe doing some of the abusive kind of pastimes or maybe just not taking care of themselves and, and they're in an unhealthy situation? You know, that is absolutely an excellent question. And to that answer, I'm going to say, yes, age does play into it. Look at the lymphatic system like a balloon. Uh, here we have a brand new balloon. When we blow it up, it's more difficult to blow up. It resists that that air pressure going in. 
But mm-hmm. if I let the air out and I blow it up a second time, it's easier. And if I keep mm-hmm. letting the air out and blowing it up, it gets easier and easier until finally it becomes real flaccid, real floppy and flaccid. The lymphatic system's the same way. Over lifetime, that lymphatic system is treated, especially if it's abused, it's treated like that balloon. And that balloon is an excellent example of the lymphatic system itself. As far as the liver is concerned, young people have very, very active, very vibrant livers. But what they oftentimes do in their youth can, in fact, affect them in middle age and later age uh, because you have what's called constitutional weaknesses. These are weaknesses that we may be born with. And those are the ones we have to watch closely because if we happen to affect or pressure a constitutional weakness, that's the weakness that's going to have the hardest time healing itself. Okay. All right. Does that you make know, sense? I yeah, it, it really, really does. And you know, are there certain kinds of diets today that are better for the liver and the lymphatic system? I mean, people are eating things like keto, high protein, low carb. Um, are, are there a Mediterranean diet? Are, are there better diets? Let's say that you have some problems with your liver, your lymphatic system, your doctor's aware of it, your blood work is out there, you're using some herbs, uh, you're trying some of these formulas. Is there a better way to eat? Well, there, there is, but we have to remember, Jeffrey, that not everybody is the same. Some people do better on a keto diet, while others do better on a Mediterranean diet, while others yet do better on uh, a more uh, light uh, fruit and uh, what we call an old European diet for older people who do cheeses and fruits and things like that. It depends on the individual, which is driven by the intrinsic nature of the individual, both physiologically and biochemically. It also has to do with their cultural uh, race background. That plays into it. These are things I've found through the years. And the other thing is what was their work like, their career load? What was the stress factor that they've been through and are going through? And there's also, again, that thing of what was their constitutional strength and constitutional weaknesses. And because of these differences, there is no one specialized diet, I call them specialized diets, that is going to work for everyone. The only thing dietarily or intake-wise that works for everyone is (laughs) Breathe and drink water. <laughs> now, I'd like to add, for those that want to lighten their load, whether it's lymphatic system, immune system, uh, function, and liver, uh, temporarily, uh, is go to soups and broths, especially homemade. Right. Lighten, lighten again, the load. And again, the kind of soups and broths is highly individualistic. There are certain soups and broths, especially if they have high sulfur content, I cannot eat them. But others, I just devour. You know, I look at the standard American diet today, and I think to myself, we're asking for so many problems from eating these foods that they've made very tasty, uh, and people love the way that they taste, even though they bring nothing nutritional to the body. Um, I think that the standard American diet has directly added to the negativity of the success of healthy organs going the wrong way. 
Well, the standard uh, American diet one time back in the 50s was the family uh, always ate inside and the parents mm-hmm. might go out to dinner in the, for an evening, special evening out once a month, maybe twice a month. Then during the 70s, that switched where, oh, you know, they were taking <coughs> the family out, uh, say, once a month, twice a month, and the parents were eating out. Uh, once a week, and then we hit the 80s, and suddenly, you know, it's the whole family's going out once a week and eating, and mom and dad, especially if they have a job, are eating uh, lunch every day, or at least, you know, two, three or four times a day. Today, today, most of us now are eating out at least every other day. Uh, and that's everybody. A lot of people don't know even and how to cook anymore. The food so. industry is huge. When you look at how much of the uh, of the uh, of the fast food industry and restaurant industry, how huge it is today, compared back in the 1950s and 60s, it's no wonder we have diabetes, overweight, heart heart problems, and all the things happening. There's just not as much eating at home and scratch cooking from fresh foods as there once was. You know, when we were growing up, um, going out to dinner was a very, very big thing. And um, it was something that, you know, we came from a place where, I mean, everybody would talk about it the whole next day. You know, it was like that big of an event. Uh, And now it's the opposite. It's like, I ate home last night and I cooked. Woo! I mean, that's something that's uh, that's something we talk about today. So it has been a complete reversal. And and, and, and you know when you know that where we're at, because what is one of the most popular popular cable channel uh, shows that are being viewed by the American public? Food Channel. Food channels, exactly. <laughs> and why? Because now people are starting to wake up, and they want to know. I don't know how to cook. But I want to also cook good food like I get at the restaurant. So they're going to the food channels to relearn something that our parents and grandparents do with second nature. <laughs> so listeners, we challenge you, scratch cook at home and enjoy healthful eating and healthful living. And it's cheaper. Yes. Far cheaper. You know, someone just chimed in and she said, I changed my diet about six months ago uh, when I had my blood work done last year. I'm getting ready to go in again in August. I My liver enzymes were a little up. My doctor wasn't too overly concerned, uh, but it kind of scared me enough to change my diet. I drink a lot of water. I exercise. I'm real active. I've dropped a ton of weight. I feel so much better. But I'm thinking that the idea of helping to support my lymphs and my liver that you're talking about might be something for me. I'm in my mid-50s. Hopefully, I'm not too old. No. (laughs) Again, I said it's never too late. It's never too early. Oh, and good job. That is absolutely wonderful, wonderful news. She's probably going to have a surprise doctor. Mm -hmm. Keep keep that up, and yes, uh, do uh, add some if you haven't been doing, especially scratch-cook broths and soups, because that'll, that'll help those the liver clear out a little more and and gently. I think I'd have her maybe think about adding some iodine. What do you think? 
Oh, that's all a must. iodine. That's a must. We live in such an iodine-deficient world. And iodine is at the core of all metabolism, immune mm-hmm. system. It's, it's, it's so deeply involved in everything. And as I've said before on previous shows, iodine was the original antioxidant that allowed for the evolution from, uh, from in, into higher forms of life and made the separation between a cold-blooded um, uh, animals and us warm-blooded animals. It was iodine that uh, was behind that. See, cold-blooded animals don't have a thyroid. They don't have. They have iodine, but they don't have the kind of need for iodine that we uh, warm-blooded species do. Mm. Well, you know, I, I think the wonderful thing about your line that I like so well is that you give people the availability of using individual single herbs, but you also understand that you know our attention span is not really what it used to be, and we <laughs> don't do the research and the homework like we should. So you bring things that are formulated already for us without us having to go do the search and the guesswork and all that stuff. So I, I'm always very thankful that you make it as easy as possible. You know, uh, I call them herbs on the go because you can take them with you. I like them because they taste incredible. I like them because they're extremely effective. I tell people all the time, you'll start using them and enjoy the taste, but you'll come back for the results. Oh, absolutely. Now, if you want more information on the formulas and the single, single herbs, do purchase through Stay Healthy all that you possibly can, but cedarbear.com does have... I, I did a lot of time researching and writing on every single formula and every single herb, single herb, and so I'd love to share that information with the listeners. And we have been doing a redo of our website, making it even easier to access and to navigate to the information that you want. Quick question just came in. It says, my son is 17, he's an athlete, and his liver enzymes were elevated. And I was just, my doctor said, don't worry about it. It's probably been some of the diet or maybe some of the pre-workout things that he's been using because he's a competitive athlete. Is it okay for someone 17 to use any of these herbs for the liver? What a great well, question. It's, it's not only okay, it's essential. The other mm-hmm. thing is make sure he's drinking plenty of water. Um, mm-hmm. And secondly, <laughs> make sure he's not drinking the... Uh, HFCS, that's high fructose corn syrup uh, min, uh, electrolyte replenishers like Gatorade and all that crap. And um, basically not to uh, be going and filling his also his liver during lunch hour after, you know, with the buddies at the local Dairy Queen or <laughs> McDonald's. Uh, his diet is probably what he needs to look at here uh, more closely. Now, a couple of formulas that would, herbal formulas that would be really supportive in for a young person is the herbal minerals formula, which goes straight for nutrifying the body with minerals and trace minerals that they need and helping their body uptake minerals from their diet. Yeah, that's the most important thing with herbal minerals. Herbal minerals. It helps the, the digestive system to extract those mineral uh, electrolytes and trace minerals and get them into the bloodstream. And then adrenal balance for young or older people that are pushing their life hard, even in athletics, adrenal balance is an amazing formula for helping with balance, 
the endocrine system. And it's very, very stress relief. Yes. Um, question just came in. It says, just to reiterate, we can use these herbs in almost anything. We can add them to smoothies, water, juices. Uh, we can put them in our water bottles. We can take them straight. Just want to make sure. I don't want to mess this up. <laughs> yes, all the above. And the best part is there's no alcohol to mess up the day. You know, the first time I had uh, one of our uh, uh, friends, associates, say, you know, I put my, your herbs in my coffee every morning. I cringed for a moment, and then I went, wait a minute, coffee's an herb, too. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, I love it. I love it. I love it in my water bottle, but I also like it in my hot tea. Oh, the, yes. To add it to tea, uh, any of the formulas are single herbs. Some are more compatible than others. But compatible taste-wise. Taste-wise. But they boost and fortify the benefit of a tea, herbal tea, or a, a, a Camilla uh, regular tea, and, and add to the flavor and the experience. I only drink two teas. I drink hibiscus tea and green tea, and I get and I get good green tea because I figured I've been doing it long enough. You know, if I'm going to get good tea, I want the best. Mm -hmm. And well. um, and I and I drink a lot of it. I drink it hot. I drink it cold. Plus my couple gallons of water a day, so I get a lot of liquid. Oh, the and the antioxidants. About, the neat thing about green tea is because it's not been fermented and and processed. And when I use the term processed, I'm talking about getting it ready become black tea. Um, mm -hmm. It does not do a, a massive release of the caffeine from the tannins because in tea, the tannins attach to the caffeine. And so black tea, it separates them. And that's why black tea doesn't have more caffeine. It has a more active form of caffeine. Whereas green tea, it's bound to those tannins and you don't get the hard slam bang hit from the caffeine and green tea that you would get from black tea. Did you know that? I didn't know that, but I, I, I know it now. Yep. <laughs> so yes, there is something to be said. <clears throat> green tea is actually a bit healthier than black tea. For some, a well, lot more. Well, I just, um, I, I love this show. Thank you so much for this. They're always, I always go back and I re-listen to the show again because I pick things up and I'm like, I didn't hear that. And uh, so, so, you know, because my mind is always thinking forward rather than uh, really getting all of the information. So thank you so much. And anything you want to say in closing about Cedar Bear? Oh, my gosh. It's a pleasure to have been doing it all these years and to be bringing health and building health a bottle at a time. And whatever your needs are, we have an herb for that. And remember... <laughs> As far as our products, and for that matter, any herbal product for good nutrition is concerned, it's never too late and, and never, never too, too early. early. <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm so stealing that. Thank you so much. You guys have a great day and, and stay healthy and keep doing what you're doing and look forward to our next show. Okay. Absolutely. Be safe on the road. Safe and well. <laughs> I promise. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. My guest today, the Robinsons, Carl and Joan, I hope you enjoyed the show. They're always such a pleasure. Um, they've done amazing things for the herbal focus in the industry and helping people get a better idea of how herbs work and how they work together and um, what we can do along the way to be able to get better, you know, uh, availability of, of, of success 
So keep in mind their entire Cedar Bear Naturals line, the Tincture line, great tasting. There's no alcohol. They are uh, glycerin-based, um, very digestible, very effective, and a lot of formulas both in singular as well as blended combinations. They've done and taken out a lot of the guesswork for us, which is awesome. Stay Healthy Health Food Store where you can see all the Cedar Bear products every single day, ask questions about them and about anything else in the store. Stay Healthy Health Food Store in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center, right on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right by Smith's. They've been there a long time, not only in their fourth decade, but Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer. You're going to really enjoy um, how good they are and how knowledgeable they are and how friendly and how you can have a conversation. And oh my goodness, they've just made it so easy to get as healthy as you possibly can. And, and I hope you'll become part of the Stay Healthy family. Look, when you decide to get healthy, you want products that give you the best chance of success. You want information and knowledge so you're not choosing incorrectly. You also want the availability of being able to have, you know, and see and feel results. They're going to be there with you all the way through. Stay healthy is there when you first get started. They're there during your transition. And after you've achieved your healthy goals, they're going to help you maintain all your hard work. You know, so supplements are not just all to the same thing. They're, supplements are not all supplements. You know, sometimes there's, there's definitely quality differences. Stay healthy is very strict and very rigid about the products that they carry. So you always know you're getting the best of the best in every category. Give them a call at 877-2494, 877-2494. Schedule curbside service, mail order services. If you're real busy and you need your stuff, just say, this is what I need. They'll have it ready when you get there so you can be on your way and on the go. Uh, they want you to make sure that you're getting what you need and that it fits your time schedule. Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6, closed on Sunday is when you can visit them. Don't forget about their webpage, which is awesome, stayhealthylasvegas.com. You can print coupons to use in the store. Enter your email address, uh, address for future newsletters to stay connected to the store. And, of course, make sure you like them on Facebook as well for daily posts and great information on the store and the industry. Remember when you're there to fill out your slips for the drawing of the month, two giveaway baskets this month. Just tell them you want to enter and win, and you can every time you go in. And remember, you can listen to any of the radio show podcasts on their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com, on-demand podcast on your time schedule. Have a great day, everyone. Be well. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health with the best guest in the industry, helping all of us to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are now available at my website, drjeffreyburke.com. Simply click on the archive icon to make available on-demand podcast downloads. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store for all your nutrition needs. Stay Healthy provides reliable, responsible, relevant service every single day. I look forward to talking with all of you soon.